Welcome to Packaging News Weekly, a weekly show hosted on LinkedIn Live by Adam Peak, Corey Connors, and Avelio Matos. This news is being brought to you by Ubuntu. Ubuntu is a community of change makers and sustainability. If you want to join us, you can go to sustainablepackaging.io. Once again, that is sustainablepackaging.io and use code PACKAGING25. Join us in our community so that we can make a difference in the world. Now, here's the news. I was like the longest 30 seconds of my, of my life. <laughs> what? I was like, what's happening? I got countdown of music. <laughs> All right. Uh, awesome, man. Thanks so much for joining us. We've got uh, Adam Peak, host of People Packaging. We've got the famous corrugated uh, TikTok superstar over here and uh, host of Sustainable Packaging Podcast. And of course, Avelio Matos, host of Package Design Unboxed. Uh, appreciate you guys for hopping on here and checking us out. We've got some news to get into. So let's dig in, uh, Corey. Yes, I was very excited to post my uh, podcast yesterday about Adept Packaging uh, with Mary Jo. They are focusing on LCAs. And this is something we've been talking about for months and months and months about is an LCA necessary? Is it helpful? Is it important? And I think the answer is yes, yes, and yes. We need to really focus on uh, analyzing what we're doing and not just talking about it because um, there's so many details, there's so many types of materials that um, frankly are greenwashing. And uh, this really cuts through that, um, frankly, BS. So I'm excited about it. It's a great episode. Check it out on Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Yeah, and the the LCA conversation is is interesting. And by the way, for those of you who are wondering, this is the week before Christmas. So if you're if you're watching this live or if you get to watch it, um, Avelio is freezing cold, it will appear, <laughs> and is sitting outside. And uh, I am here in uh, my parents' basement in Colorado Springs. So uh, Corey is the only one smart enough to stay home. <laughs> Next and week, I'll like, be in Maui. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, on the LCA discussion, I think it's it's critically important because we need data to back up. Um, it, soon, I think it will be legislated to have data to back it up. But, yeah. um, you know, I think we would be we would be remiss to not talk about, you know, one of our sponsors uh, that has and, and I just launched an episode last week with Specrite and Compass, which yeah. uh, allows you to have a tool if you're a brand owner to instantly pull, um, you know, sort of. I don't want to say it's lower level LCA because it's, it's really valuable LCA uh, data information, but you know, you can, you can pull that from your specs and you can run comparative analysis very, very, very quickly. Um, so it's, it is, it's critical. So what was one highlight, I guess, Corey, can you give us a tease from the, uh, from the podcast that, that you thought was, it was with Mary. Is that right? From Adept? Yeah. Mary Jo, and she's one of their, um, uh, salespeople. Um, uh, it was, I think the the real focus is on overall looking at the overall program, not just is this material better than this material, because that's a fairly simple um, analysis. You know, we understand that styrofoam is probably not the best alternative for cushioning, but what they're looking at are where is it shipping from, where is it shipping to. So 
the the main takeaway that I got is look at the big picture. What are you doing holistically as a company? Are you procuring locally? Are you importing from halfway around the world? And maybe that's the and sometimes that's the best option. But uh, we'll we'll see uh, when we do the run the numbers. Right. And uh, thanks, Will, for the for the compliment there, Will Brown. Um, yeah, it's I'm sure I need I need to get in and listen to that episode as well. But it's the it's one of my bigger frustrations, honestly, with the packaging industry at large right now is that it feels like there's a lot of brands that will get their packaging in order to uh, tell a story. And that's but but it's it's not actually helping us you know, where we're going. I was talking with a good friend of mine who I've known since preschool, who was in town visiting our family in Salt Lake City this past weekend. And he works for the uh, NREL, which is a national renewable energy lab in Colorado. And, you know, we, we were, we had a great conversation. He's way smarter. My boy's wicked smart. And, uh, (laughs) but, but as we were talking, you know, we, we were sort of, we kept coming back to this idea that like, we cannot consume our way out of this problem. And so while the stuff with packaging is really, really important and why it's important for us to be focused on the com- on a common problem, um, you know, at the end of the day, there are some really great sustainability things that we can do. Um, Sarah uh, Miltenberger told me one time, she's like, just wait 48 hours before you make a purchase. You know, like we're coming up on this this holiday season. It's like, yeah. Do we really need all this? Like, do we, I mean, I have five kids and I got to load them up in a van and go back home. <laughs> and I'm already like getting a little bit stressed out about <laughs> all the stuff. Right. It's just like, why, why, why? So, um, overwhelming. Yeah. it's a, it's all overwhelming. Yeah. Um, well, Hey, I wanted to jump in and, uh, first of all, I'm wearing my UW Stout men's basketball shirt. So shout out to uh, the boys, Carson Moe, who's a, uh, we, we were able to do the three of us, a, uh, a sponsorship with him. Um, he's a packaging student at UW Stout. I also met uh, Preston Briggs, who's on the basketball team, who is in the packaging program as well. So we got two uh, packaging nerds that are uh, at UW Stout, but they're on a three game winning streak. Uh, the the Blue Devils are, and they've got a big game on the 21st. So if you're watching this live, it's tomorrow. If you watch a recorded version, the game might have already happened. But uh, they're they're playing. Um, I think it's Finlandia University. Yeah, Finlandia University on the 21st at home. So if you're a packaging student at Stout, go show up, show out. And uh, if you're if you're not if you're still around there from the break, I'm sure they could use your support. Go Blue Devils. Go packaging. Um, <laughs> Go Carson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, so I was on the Ubuntu site last week and I was just kind of perusing some stories, um, which we want to encourage everyone to come join our community there. It's just getting started. It's just building. It's at sustainablepackaging.io, code packaging25. If you're watching the video, it's scrolling across the bottom. (laughs) Uh, You can also, uh, so great job, Avilio, on pulling together all the stuff that Corey Yeah, well done couldn't have figured it out. Um, so yeah, so go to sustainablepackaging.io, packaging25. Um, and if you also want to join in as a sponsor for any of our content, you can send us an email. Uh, it's info at media.com. Um, so I was on the, the Ubuntu site and I saw this story. Uh, it's with Aveda and a company called Zella Pack, X-E-L-A. 
and they are uh, they came out with an industry first sustainable sachet so it is a and and i couldn't dig in more and i would love if there's anybody on here from either uh, aveda or zelapak who can maybe comment on on this because it didn't dig into a lot of the like the materials of it it just says that it is um it is recyclable um in a home but this is uh, it says it's being curbside recyclable by european and uk consumers at the end of its life um they did run a peer-reviewed life cycle analysis and lca so going back to that conversation uh had a reduction in water consumption and a uh, 37 to 64% emissions uh, GHG reduction compared to a multi-laminate sachet, which are commonly used in the industry. So they have a lot of data on, on the story. I thought that that was really, it was an interesting conversation because the flexibles industry has a lot of advantages from an LCA standpoint, has a lot of advantages from a product lifespan standpoint. There, you know, we're, we're, we're not, if you followed us for a while, like none of us are like anti-plastics or anti-flexible films because there are a lot of uses. But this was really fascinating, honestly, because I'm trying to think like, well, how are you, how does it, how does it work? You know, because paper and cosmetics, especially like a liquid fill cosmetics tend to not go very well without some sort of barrier in place. So you know, I don't know that that was a I, I had more I had a lot of questions, which is good. This is why I think I've really enjoyed a lot of the articles that come out in the email is yeah. is because I read them and it makes me think like it's good to have a lot, a lot more questions and not just feed yourself information and put yourself in that echo chamber of thought. Yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. You know, looking, looking at that material, uh, I think I mean, I've seen those sachets for a while, and I think for the most part, they've it appears to be similar to like just a Tetra pack where you've got multi-layered uh, papers, aluminums and plastics. Cause again, Tetra pack is technically recyclable and collected in a variety of different places. So I guess it would be the same thing for, for this material. Uh, hmm. But I, you know, there's not a lot of information on the article. It's just a picture. And I think a caption that it doesn't get, doesn't get too, too deep on what the material actually is. So well, if you go, it'll be if, you follow, what it is. if you follow the link and it goes to the beautypackaging.com um, site where it's linked yeah. to, there's a little bit more, um, there, there's a little bit more information and there's even another link that takes you to, you know, a different article within. So yeah. you can, you can kind of follow the rabbit trail a little bit and get a little bit more information, but I never really got down to what is the material like, I'm, I'm, I was similar to you. I was guessing it was some sort of, of yeah. a you know a carton material from a, from a company like like a Tetra Pak. Although this is from Zella Pak, so we just want to make yeah. sure that we're not you know we're not confusing the two. Um, right. And yeah, maybe it is technically curbside, downcyclable. Maybe recyclable isn't isn't the right word. But. Right. Right. But it's the word it's the word that we use in the industry at the moment. But uh hopefully that's gonna start changing as we've seen some new legislation happening uh, with yep. the terminology that you're using. So uh, I definitely agree with, with Raja. This is super interesting. Do you think that will happen in the future where something will say upcyclable or downcyclable instead of recyclable? My gut reaction is to say, yeah, it'd be, it'd be awesome to see that. But yeah. then I also wonder, does it, is it going to make a difference? Yeah. 
Right. How much, how much does packaging actually impact consumers' decision, whether it is recyclable or not? Uh, you know, I want to say that it has a huge impact on it, but yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's we the hope it does. Yeah. <laughs> reality? Right. Right. There's so many options. I, another, uh, uh, article that I was checking out on Ubuntu was about a company called Rix, W R I X. They're taking, uh, industrial plastic waste and they're turning it into bricks for the building industry. And I'm seeing this lot. It's, it's not, it's not unique. It's a lot of people are trying to do this and I think it's, it's got a lot of potential. I've heard issues about seepage of uh, chemicals and things like that, but I think there's a lot of testing that needs to be done. But if we can re, if we can use this waste material for something positive, that sounds good to me. What do you guys think of those bricks that, that are, are making out of plastic? I would say just in general, the uh, yeah and carlos with the uh <laughs> carlos came through with the comment of the day i doubt wording will do any impact change on uh, on recycling and downcycling and upcycling um i yeah. i'm also skeptical but uh yeah, yeah it, you know kind of going back Corey, to your point if you read bill gates's book um you know how to avoid a climate crisis or a climate disaster and you know he talks a lot about industrial waste and he talks a lot about um, just industrial processes, creating concrete, creating, you know, better streets and better roads and how damaging that is. But it's also a sign of an advancing, you know, emerging civilization. So it's good. And, yep. you know, it's good for it's good for people, but it's also bad for people. And so finding innovative ways to keep building um, infrastructure is is, I think, really critical. And so I haven't read that one. I have read about like hempcrete. Um, you know, there's a whole movement to utilize hemp plant for different industrial applications. Um, I've heard of like plastic. Uh, I think it was like, pla there was a, a kid, I'm going to mess this one up. There was like, I think it was a kid in Kenya. I want to say that was turning, uh, like plastic waste and garbage and converting that into bricks basically. So, um, it's a really interesting concept for sure. Yeah. Exciting. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say um, just two things. So I, I, see, I saw a recent article on uh, plastics turning into pavement. Like that's just the future of, of plastics, just pulling it out of oceans, landfills, and uh, making basically plastic streets. That was, a, that was an interesting tidbit. Great. And the most recent thing that I just read this morning was on Mark and Spencer's in the UK, um, where they're, they've got like an 850 million pound loan um, and the creditor essentially gave them to 2040 to reduce their overall carbon emissions and footprint in order to secure a lower interest rate on uh, this on this money, which I thought was pretty yeah. interesting, right? Where you're now, you're tied financially, you're incentivized financially to uh, reduce your carbon emissions. That's great. So, Genius. Yeah. R really, really crazy stuff, guys. Um, so I want to ask you guys here live, are we, are we doing this again next week or are we going to postpone and come back uh, in the new year? Hmm. I don't know. I'm down. I'll be back in my, the comfort of my home office. So <laughs> I'm, I'm down to jump on, uh, right. but it's up. I could, I could also just host it. I could just go full, you know, Anderson full Adam. solo style. Just <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. So you heard it here first. We'll be back next Monday. Uh, 
Corey may not be. I might be a low hot out. Yeah. Uh, you can do it, you can do it from the beach. You yeah. can do it off, you can do it on the surfboard. I'm bringing my laptop. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> awesome guys. All right, so that wraps it up for us. Um, we'll catch you next week. Uh, thanks for for thanks for hitting us up in the comments. And uh, again, follow Adam Adam Peak. Um, hunt me down and uh, Corey Connors as well. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Well, that's it for the news. You can join myself, Corey Connors, and Avelio Matos every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on LinkedIn. Make sure you put it into your calendars where we cover uh, news that's being brought to you by Ubuntu. You can get your own newsletter by signing up at sustainablepackaging.io and using code PACKAGING25. You can also get more from Avelio by connecting with him on LinkedIn or listening to the Package Design Unboxed podcast, along with Corey Connors on TikTok at CoreyGated on LinkedIn and also his Sustainable Packaging podcast. If you want to know how you can uh, join us as a sponsor, you can send us all an email at info at incasemedia.com. That is E-N-C-A-S-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com. We'll talk to you next week.